Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this week's message. My name's Aaron, and I'm on the staff team here at Eastlake. Everything we do around here depends on the generous donations of our local and online community. People just like you, who tune into these messages and see great benefit from living that idea that life is a gift and love is the point. So if you love what Eastlake is up to, we'd encourage you to contribute by going to eastlakecc.com. With that, let's jump into this week's message. Today, we hear from Benji Donqua as he continues our series, Do You Believe in God? Please check the description for links to our quarterly Spotify playlist and guided meditation. Hello, Eastlake. Um, it is always a joy to be with you. Uh, I know it's been a while. I'm doing well. I hope you guys are doing fantastic. When I got the email from Peter and the team about this new series, Do You Believe in God? Um, I was so excited to be a part of it. Uh, my neurons were firing. Um, I had so many ideas and thoughts and, and concepts kind of crashing into my being. I couldn't wait uh, to get to work to craft this talk. And um, I was thinking about why. And there are a few reasons that I just want to share. It's just fun. Uh, one is because I just love all conversations about God and spirituality and faith. I always have. And um, it, the desire and the passion has just increased. And I, I'm definitely taking full ownership over that. No shame whatsoever. Um, but secondly, I felt a little bit excited about my position and my response to the question. And I was kind of excited to share that. That was, of course, until the next morning when I began to descend into the abyss, right? I started to feel a little bit of an existential crisis, my position completely shaky and like, oh my gosh, this was the, a big mistake. I need to reach out to Peter and the team, let them know I am pulling out. I cannot be a part of this series. My wife and I were sitting on the couch and uh, watching Midnight Mass and um, it just dawned on me, oh my gosh, this is what I've read about, this is what, you know, all the spiritual teachers have, have talked about, you know, which is that as we go along on the journey, um, on the spiritual journey, especially for those of us who have the, um, the privilege of going through, you know, that destabilizing and disorienting um, stages of faith where, you know, we begin to question um, everything that we have been handed and just every it just seems like it, nothing is working um, and or the all the formulas come up short right um, it, it, it just starts to we when we go through those seasons it, it becomes less about certainty and and rightly so actually becomes about faith right which makes total sense to me um, because if we had everything lined up and all of our ducks in a row and we had no questions and we had all the answers to all the questions it wouldn't be called faith <laughs> which again makes so much sense to me now so i was glad for that you know at the very least that reframe right that kind of pulled me um back out of that existential hole and um and here i am today being able to share with you so do i believe in god and uh, I want to maybe tell you a story 
to get this started. So about five years ago, I uh, felt like it was time for me to leave full-time ministry. And uh, at the time, the sense, the nudge, the feeling I had was um, that it was just time for me to get, have some space and just kind of uh, take a break. And uh, but now that I look back on it, um, I was definitely getting pulled, you know, kind of, I wasn't in alignment. <laughs> let's just, let's put it that way. I wasn't really being true to myself. And so um, I was afforded this incredible opportunity to be able to kind of look, take a step back and, and reassess and take a, a, a look at all the things that I had been handed, especially faith-wise, and just kind of ask myself, what do I, what do I think about all of this? Um, what do I believe? Um, does it make sense? You know, does it kind of, does it correlate with reality so far? And for the most part, it went well. I, I think I had been doing some of that work in the background um, and it was time to just kind of bring it to the fore and, uh, and really take a look at it and kind of come into alignment. Um, and so it, it went well. It wasn't, it wasn't too crazy. Um, but when it came to the issue of God, which apparently inevitably always comes back to that, right? When, when the things, the beliefs, the ideas that we are handed um, s stop working or, you know, some of the simple formulas that we were given begin to encounter more complex reality. Um, and, and then they seem to not be working, um, it inevitably, inevitably it ends up becoming about God. And do I believe in God? <laughs> Does God exist? And I found myself right smack in that place. And that was brutal. I mean, it, it was really difficult kind of going through that process. And a part of it was because, and I want to be honest about this, God uh, wasn't just an idea to me. I was raised in a, a context, in a culture, uh, in a family, in a faith system that where God was everything. God wasn't just um, an addition. God was provision. God... I, my survive, I survived my childhood because um, I, I not only believed in God, but there was evidence as to the fact that God was actually taking care of me and my family. And so to, be, to go through this process of feeling like I was losing God, right? Which again, it makes sense because it, uh, when the complexity of reality met the simplicity of the answers I was giving, it just didn't mesh. And I think it was also a little bit too much for my brain to process. And so the, the, the easy way was uh, for me to just say, you know what, it's not worth it any longer. And really to come to the point of God I don't think God exists. And uh, one particular night, it was so painful. Um, I had, I had um, my, my heart was aching. I, f I was devastated. Um, it, it felt like it was time to say goodbye. And um, 
I remember texting my wife and, and saying to her, you know, that I was having a really rough time and I, I needed her support. <laughs> and uh, um, but anyway, as all of this was happening to me, I had this moment and I want to be very honest about that because what happened next was it felt like the roof over my head was open. And I mean that um, metaphorically speaking, um, it felt like the roof opened what was dark and isolating and, and kind of hopeless all of a sudden felt like light kind of beamed through my entire being. And I heard something familiar. I heard and or sensed or felt um, three answers to questions that had been really troubling me um, that I didn't feel like I had answers to. And in a moment, those questions, those uh, answers just kind of broke through. And um, as relieving as it was to hear or sense or feel this familiar knowing, um, it was equally troubling <laughs> because um, it, it raised even more questions that I didn't have answers to. And as comforting as uh, it was to know that, oh God, I, you know, God is still there, <laughs> at least in my perception. Um, I knew something was dying. I knew that the, the experience of losing something slipping through my fingers was real. It was real enough for me to know something was dying that, that day. And it could have been my, the images of God that I had been handed that no longer was working. Um, it could have been, you know, maybe the framework of, of just even the belief system that I had been handed overall, right? The simplicity of it all just, um, I was losing that and um, something was dying, but in my perception, it, it, it wasn't the all in all that I had come to know and experience. Hey everyone, it's Kristen. Just wanted to take a moment to say thank you for tuning in. I hope that you're finding these messages helpful for you in your everyday life. Um, that's what we're trying to do here is gather around the idea that life is a gift and love is the point and let's give ourselves ways to move forward in that in our own everyday world. Um, so I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for being a part of this community. To those of you who have participated and given financially, we wanna say thank you to you. Everything that we do here happens because people make contributions. People say, I value this place. I want it to exist for me and for other people. And so I'm going to support it. And so we just want to say how grateful we are um, that you do that. And for those of you who maybe haven't had a chance to contribute yet, um, we would ask you to consider maybe doing so. If you find this place beneficial, if you find these messages helpful for you, then um, consider joining us in that way. You can go to eastlakecc.com to make a contribution. Um, and we we just always are thankful for the people who want this place to exist. So thanks again for tuning in. Let's get back to the message. As, as unexpected as this moment was, it wasn't surprising. Um, again, because I had had 15 plus years of experience with this kind of knowing, being raised in a context that was so, you know, heavy on experience, even though we lacked kind of articulation, right? That expanded articulation of reality. Um, and I was so thankful for 
the fact that it had been my experience of faith had been so immersed in in experience <laughs> um, and embodiment, not just ideas and 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 beliefs even. Um, if I can share a story, um, when I was about ten, uh, ten years old, my younger brother was probably six at the time, and um, and he woke up from uh, from a nap and crying, unconsolable. And uh, if, if I remember correctly, we you know calmed him down and then asked what had happened, and he went on to share that he had had a dream. And in his dream, Jesus came to him and basically told him that there was going to be a thunderstorm um, that was going to be severe enough that a property was going to be damaged, but everybody was going to be fine. Again, this wasn't unusual language um, or in our experience. And so although we didn't really take him seriously because he was young, at the same time, it was kind of like, yeah, it's likely, you know, so... Um, all I remember is that it happened exactly as he said, um, out of nowhere, there was a, the clouds gathered, uh, there was a thunderstorm and, um, a few roofs, um, over some of the houses, um, were yanked <laughs> away and some of the property was destroyed. I, I, kind of crazy, right? <laughs> Um, if I could share another story, I, uh, was traveling with my spiritual father and, um, he had been invited to be a guest speaker at an event. I was, um, asked to be on a panel. And while I was getting ready that morning to go meet him at the airport, I, I had this knowing, this familiar knowing again, that I wasn't just going to be on the panel. I was going to be a guest. Uh, I was going to be speaking on a session and here's what I was supposed to speak on. Again, because this was normal to my experience, there wasn't any questioning or doubting. Um, I just kind of worked it through in my mind and kept going. As I was walking th out the door, I, uh, I walked past my Bible and I, I had this nudge, grab your Bible. And that I remember arguing because I thought, I have my phone and I have my iPad. I don't need my Bible. <laughs> and, um, but I grabbed it anyway and I, headed off to the airport and when I got to the airport my spiritual father uh, the first thing that he said to me was did you bring your Bible <laughs> and uh, my response was am I speaking at a session and he said yes and explained to me what had happened um, for me this all of this for me is is emblematic of God, <laughs> right? Now, let's not get confused, right? The word God is the English word to describe the all in all, right? The ineffable, the indescribable reality, right? That, you know, generations upon generations upon generations have always try to name or speak of, right? I have the word God in my dialect, <laughs> right? So let's not get confused about God or, or hold on too tightly to the word. It's descriptive of 
reality that is known and felt and sensed um, but cannot be seen. Um, so, you know, do I believe in God? Yes. And it's complicated. <laughs> and, and it's complicated, like I said, because some of the simplistic answers that I was handed uh, was handed to me and some of the formulas, like if you do this and God does this and you pull the string and then this happens, right? Some of that have fallen apart. Some of that have not worked. There are so many questions and, and issues that come up when you think about, you know, the Santa Claus God and the God that's sitting upward somewhere in the sky. That's just kind of falling away from my consciousness. So I like the way Rob Bell put it in his, um, in his everything is uh, spiritual, the second you know, tour that he did. And he was speaking of, you can't see the wind, but you can feel the effects. And um, I, I, that really resonated with me because I have felt the effects. I have seen the effects. 20 plus years of at least in one specific direction for me, um, just having experiences that even if could be explained, just blows the mind. <laughs> Can I tell one more story? I was teaching in a class and, um, and as I kept on going, uh, I kept hearing in my mind, I kept hearing the name of one of my students. Um, so I, you know, I, would, I would teach for a while and then I would hear his name. And then I would teach for a while and then I would hear his name. And then the third time, I just remember, it was a little bit out of frustration. I just, the third time I turned around, I looked at him and I said his name awkwardly three times. And he freaked out through his books <laughs> up in the air. And he said, I just asked God to have you call my name three times. And I remember thinking, please don't ever put that kind of pressure on me again. <laughs> um, I have felt the effects of this reality, this all in all, this simplicity that gave birth to complexity, this energy, reality with a personality that has been pulling all of this universe forward for 13.4 billion years. I feel comfortable calling that God. And man, I'm telling you, like I said, it's so complicated <laughs> because We live in a time where we have access to so much information 
so much scientific data that um, sometimes can leave us feeling a little bit cold, like we are alone. Um, but my experience has been that we are not alone. And no, it is not simplistic as I was told before. And no, it is not, you know, I'm, I'm, if you, for those of you who know, I'm using Brian McLaren's stages of faith, right? It's not just four steps to this and then you have it all figured out or seven steps to that and it's all completely understood. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more perplexing than that. But the invitation for me that I had that night, the invitation was, can you stay in the tension? There is something that is moving all of reality forward and it's pulling us forward into more and more inclusion and more and more, you know, healing and more and more expansion, more and more togetherness. Um, you know, and yes, there are questions that I don't know if I'll ever have answers to. But again, it wouldn't be called faith if I did. So I joined the line of all of the humans who have come before me, who have partnered with this all in all to pull the universe forward, to pull humanity into flourishing, into healing and into reconciliation. I joined that line and I do my part <laughs> to step into that river and in that flow. I hope this was helpful for you. I, I really don't know how to kind of end it <laughs> beyond that. Um, but thank you for being here. And I hope that you feel the effects too. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. To make a donation, head to eastlakecc.com slash donate.